Wisconsin, where spirit and earth meet together as one, united being. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peripheral Consciousness. And thank you for sharing your time with me. On this episode, I will be discussing space, our universe, and beyond. Later in the episode, I will be allowing a spirit message in the form of spirit-controlled speech, delivered by one of my spirit guides. Space. And yes, I am talking about outer space. The area that is perceived to be surrounding our current planet. Like everything else, space is a part of our consciousness. So like our consciousness, it is constantly changing. Space is a part of our current dimension. It is vibrating at the same rate as our current planet. It is a part of this current physical plane. Space is a part of our current natural law. There is no end to space. Just like our consciousness, nothing does not exist. Our universe may seem to be expanding, but I prefer to use the word move, mainly because space is not growing, it's just moving. It's not getting larger or smaller, it's just changing and moving. Just like our consciousness, the universe does not have a single point of creation. It has always existed. But it was also created. Remember, creation does not have to start from nothing. Creation can just be change. In fact, it is being created right now. Like everything else in the physical plane, space is energy. Energy is constantly being manipulated. Space is creation. And just like our planet, it would not exist without our consciousness. Because yes, space is a part of our consciousness. So why is space so vast? The physical plane was created knowing all possible outcomes. The creator knows what we are capable of while incarnate. The immense size of space must match the immense potential of our consciousness even while incarnate. So if space is not growing, then there must be an end to it. Space is physical. It is not our true ultimate being. The spiritual plane is our ultimate being, our true reality. Space, which is a part of the physical plane, is our current experience of creation. In other words, the universe is as vast as we are able to perceive it. Are there other habitable planets occupied by other beings? Yes. With such a vast amount of capability, it would be quite a waste of creation if we were the only beings in the universe. Other beings are still part of this physical plane and are still part of the same consciousness. There is only one consciousness that we are all a part of with our own individual perception. We all share the same spirit plane. We all exist ultimately together as one. 
So while these other beings seem to be extremely distant, they are actually connected to us consciously. And in our ultimate true reality, we know and love them very much. They are just currently in a similar but altered experience. Ultimately, we are all equal, with equal experience and knowledge. But in this current physical plane experience, there are some that may appear to be more advanced. We cannot all be at the same rate of advancement, or we would all be the same. A higher physical plane advancement does not mean a more advanced experience, or vice versa. Physical plane experience is balanced, even though it may not seem to be. Some parallel experiences have achieved total planetary peace. These beings are in a current phase of adjustment. This does not mean that they are stagnant. Not only do we receive assistance from our friends and loved ones in spirit, but we also receive assistance from our friends and loved ones in this universe. Physical plane advancement is something that we all have experienced many times and will continue to experience. Physical plane advancement only advances towards an outcome of unity and peace. Even though it may not seem to be at times, peace and unity does not always stand out as well as conflict and confusion. But when you look at the whole picture, a true understanding persists. A mechanical or operational advancement does not necessarily involve a complete unity advancement. A complete advancement of unity and peace can sometimes be achieved at a faster rate than mechanical, and vice versa. Each planetary experience works together at different rates of accomplishment. In other words, each planet can potentially have opposite rates of action. No matter what the rate of accomplishment or what planet we reside, we all work together as one. Some of us just haven't realized it yet. The universe is a vast amount of energy consciousness that has an infinite amount of possibility, a spiritual expression of consciousness creation. The universe is our canvas of consciousness. Like the spirit plane, the universe will never be fully understood to us while incarnate because it is an ongoing creation of spirit. It is always changing. It may be a part of our consciousness, but like many aspects of the physical plane, we are not able to adjust or manipulate it much during incarnation. One thing that we are able to adjust and manipulate while incarnate is our perception. While we are not able to adjust our perceptions directly, we can adjust our lives by way of reaction, which in turn has the ability to change our perception of anything. Our universe can be used as a great tool 
to remind us of how massive the possibilities of our consciousness, creation, capabilities are. And no matter the size of consciousness, we are all still one. For this portion of the show, I will be allowing a spirit message in the form of spirit-controlled speech, delivered by one of my spirit guides. Please keep in mind that during any spirit control, there is a large amount of energy manipulation that can affect the recording. And since it is spirit-controlled, I cannot re-record. What the heck is the difference between space and the universe? The universe and space. I think uh, the universe might be the more technical term. Space is kind of vague. But when you think about it, it is just space. And lots and lots and lots of it. Well, the best way to realize the meaning behind space and why it was created or why it exists, well, it kind of reflects your consciousness and the vast amount of space in your consciousness or your current perception of any possible something. So, yes, uh, you would say. Space is a reflection of your consciousness. Whatever you're able to perceive, that's how much space we need. Because obviously the world doesn't just end. When there has to be something past the world, even though this current world that you the listeners are residing in, at least that's your perception of your experience right now. Well, the perception can just end. You can't just be blank either. You can't just stop. You can't perceive the world to be and then it just stops. So during creation, transfer, there has to be something there. And I think uh, the creation of the universe in space is well, well done. It doesn't need a lot of creation, but it needs a lot of space to allow for creation. As far as a human is able to perceive, there must be something. So while creation persists, so does your consciousness and perception. The most wondered thought of the universe and space, of course, is where's the end? 
Is there an end? Or does it just go forever? Well, it only needs to go as far as you can perceive. It would be pointless to create it any farther, don't you think? Why would it be created farther than one could perceive? That would be futile. And in spirit, well, we only do what we must do. So, beyond what you can perceive of space and the universe, Aha! Everybody wanted me to say it, didn't they? Everybody wanted me to say nothing. Well, then wouldn't it be nothing past that point of creation? Of creation only continues to where we need it to be. Then wouldn't it be nothing and beyond? I prefer to use the word open. It's open. Not nothing. Because nothing does not exist. Everything is consciousness. So, in your mind, if you would like to Create a thought of beyond what you might perceive to be the end of the universe or space, and so be it. So that would not be nothing, would it? No, it wouldn't. Nothing does not exist. Creation is infinite. Forever. So, then the universe is growing, isn't it? Hmm. So, wouldn't that mean that the universe is growing? It's getting bigger if it's being created as we go? Bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Sure, why not? It can grow bigger and bigger and bigger. The part that I'm trying to make clear, for something to grow, it would have to be smaller. So I want the listeners to think or at least consider the option of what I'm about to say. For something to grow, it would need to have been smaller. For something to go from smaller to bigger, the universe is not getting bigger. In fact, nothing is getting bigger because it wasn't ever small. For something to go from smaller to bigger, well, that would be also an example of time. Time in your current reality is a measure of movement. And again, I'm trying not to get people lost here. I'm just doing my best to explain something that is almost unexplainable to the incarnate. And again, I'm not trying to rub it in either. So, back to the small big thing. I don't like to suggest the notion of something growing. Because, like I previously said, 
for something to grow, it would have had to have been small. Smaller to bigger. Size in your ultimate reality does not exist. There I said it. Size does not exist in consciousness. That's right. Size is physical. Well, the physical world is physical, right? So then the physical world and space and the universe could be growing because it's physical and things in the physical world grow. For instance, bodies grow. They start small and they grow. Not necessarily. Allow me to explain. Everything is made of atoms. Correct? Your body is not producing atoms. The physical plane is transferring atoms. It's moving them. The atom is not created. It's transferred or moved from one to the other. Consciousness has always existed and therefore always will exist. No start, no finish. Time does not exist. For something to be small and then grow could just be a way of explaining something to perceive it to be bigger, smaller to bigger. I understand. And that is true. But I'm trying to make a point here. And this, for me, is the best way to make that point. Everything that I explain is not going to be perfect. I'm not always going to spell it out for you. I like the listeners to use their witness, their consciousness, their minds. I want to leave a little open for you. Sometimes things to figure out, sometimes to create your own version a little bit. And it's okay. And that's why being incarnate is so wonderful. Because you, in the moment, while you're incarnate, can create your own reality as much as you want. And while you're incarnate, your reality is what you want it to be. So enjoy it. But I'm also not saying to discard what I'm saying either. Because what I do say to you is meant to help you in life and to, yes, progress in life in the direction that you want to go. That's the job of a spirit guide. My job and your spirit guide's job. So, I hope that cleared it up a little bit. Back to the whole small big thing. Small to big. Think of it as movement. Because everything is just moving around in the physical plane. Nothing is really truly growing. Now, I'm not saying that there's no creation either. What I'm trying to get everyone to understand is creation itself is not. <clears throat> excuse me, is not creating something from nothing. You're not taking something that doesn't exist 
and creating it into something that does from nothing. Creation is transferring what you already have. And yes, like recycling. That's a better way of explaining it. You're recycling here in this physical plane. Nothing is being created from nothing. So that's the point I'm trying to make on the whole grow thing here, okay? It's not growing, it's just moving. Change. I hope I'm not confusing. But the incarnate are confused. I mean, that's part of being incarnate. You're confused. That's my job, to make sure you're not as confused. I know it's confusing. Okay, that's it. All right, so what's next here? Small to big. Think of it as moving. Simple. We'll keep it there. Aha. The next question, aside from what happens when the universe ends or comes to a ending point. Other planets, other beings, of course, everyone is so concerned about this. And yes, are they living among us already? And oh man, there's so much to take in on this. Are there flying saucers all over the place? And people and Animals being abducted. In other words, are the people that are saying they're abducted, are they lying or not? Well, like everyone in the world, <clears throat> some people lie, some people don't. It's not to say that some people aren't getting uh, abducted by spirit. Oops. Uh, a lot of the stuff is spirit related. I'm not going to tell you it's not. What I can tell you is beings of another planet are peaceful beings. Mainly because if they weren't, well, it's pretty obvious they would be able to do what they wanted. I don't think they'd be hiding around too much. The beings that are close enough to visit here are peaceful. Yes, there we go. I got it out there for everyone to know. Yay. Okay. I'm not going to get too into this. But one thing that I want to share with everyone is your consciousness is able to perceive whatever it wants while you're incarnate. In your true ultimate being, once you leave your incarnated self and go back to the spirit plane and go back home, it's just the way it is. There's no confusion. There's nothing to figure out. Everything is known. Well, you're here and you're operating on a portion of your consciousness, which may add a whole lot of confusion. It also allows your perceptions to be, well, mainly whatever you want. You can control your perceptions. Spirits your spirit guides, who know and love you very much, are also able to adjust your perceptions. We're all here for the experience, the incarnate ones anyway. I'll leave it at that. Planets, planets, planets. Planets are very, Far away, aren't they? What I'll tell you, there's a lot of focus on what's going on outside of the planet. A lot of curiosity. What I want to remind everyone, the planet that you're on 
is wonderful. It really is. Enjoy it. Enjoy your experience here on this planet, for it's the one you chose to come to before you incarnate. This is your idea, in a way. You chose to come here, so enjoy it. For the ones that are always trying to leave it, then I understand that's one heck of an experience. It really is. But it's also not necessary. Our planet's great. There's plenty of room still around for everyone here. And it's going to be here for a long time. So, maybe don't focus on out, out of the planet as much. I mean, it's, it's great out there, believe me. But your bodies were meant to be in this planet. You don't really want to take your body out of it. It just makes things more difficult. I mean, if you really want to, that's great. And it will offer a great experience. And yes, no matter what you do here, you're going to have experience. So I guess you can, you know, do whatever you want. But for the ones that might be worrying about it, eh, I wouldn't. The Earth is great. You match the earth very well. Your body belongs in the earth. And, uh, you know, it's got the food that it needs and the water. So don't make things difficult on yourself. And I know there's a lot of people on this planet very intrigued with the idea of leaving it. Why uh, you got this planet's perfect for you. It's part of you. Your body is a part of this planet. So, planet, got that one out there. Hmm. So, one thing I do want to touch on here. I'm sure there are a few, not a lot, there might be a few people that are interested. Very interesting. And what a black hole might be. Hmm. What the heck is a black hole? Where does it go? What happens when energy goes through the black hole? What the heck are they? Are they portals? Are they some type of Time warp. As you can tell, everyone, I'm having a little fun with this one on this episode. Black holes are a part of the universe, of course, yeah. We can see them. We know they're there. No one's ever been to one, of course. All I can say about black holes is they allow energy to flow through them, obviously. So where does this energy go? Does it just disappear? Does it transfer to another part of the universe? Hmm. Wouldn't everyone love to know this one? I am not going to tell you. I'm sorry. But what I will tell you is you don't need to know. It's one of those mysteries of the universe. And one thing you will know about spirits, anyway, there's a lot we're not going to tell you. Well, that would just ruin it, wouldn't it? 
And knowing what's in a black hole is not going to make your life any better. And that's my job, to make sure everyone's lives are moving in the direction that they wanted them to move. This is one of those aspects of creation for you to think about and imagine. But, hey, at least you're learning more about spirits. Uh-huh. Yes, we do like to have a little fun ourselves. And yes, this is one of those perfect examples of consciousness. That's right. Why the heck am I throwing consciousness in there now? Well, think about it. Consciousness. What would it do? Put yourself in a creative state of mind. Let's just pretend for a moment that you created the universe. You created the perception of a black hole. It's mystery. And the fact that you know that some mysteries cannot be found out. If you created a mystery that you knew for a fact that could not be proven, does anyone catch my drift? Am I leaning you in the right direction now? This is one of those moments where I think you can figure it out. If you allow your consciousness to open to the possibility, think about it. What would it do if you knew that it couldn't be proven? And you were the one creating the perception of it. I'll leave it at that. See, I kind of helped out a little bit. You just leave everyone hanging. Okay, next one. What would be the next one here? So. The universe. Has always existed. A lot of people might not like me for saying this. The Big Bang. I'll say it one more time. The Big Bang. Theory. It's a theory. They say it. Big Bang Theory. It's a Big Bang Theory. Yes. It's a nice theory. The Big Bang Theory. Well. So. What existed before the Big Bang? Nothing? Can one truly contemplate nothing? I want everyone, all the listeners, to try. And just try. I know I'm always saying don't try this, but this one time I want everyone to try. Just try 
to contemplate the idea of absolutely nothing. Kind of hard, isn't it? Because there's no such thing as nothing. Your consciousness, your soul, you know this deep down. It cannot exist. Nothing cannot exist. And I can understand the confusion. And the fact that our universe seems to be expanding. Well, yes, because it's moving. I know there's not that many scientists listening to this episode, or this show for that matter. Mainly because, well, the more you use of your brain, the harder it is to use your consciousness. And I don't mean to pinpoint anybody here, but the more you use your brain, the less of your consciousness you use. It's okay to be grounded. Don't get me wrong. But you also need to learn to let go of your physical self sometimes and understand the true ultimate reality. The fact that you don't even need your body to exist. That your consciousness has always existed is hard for some to fathom, especially when you overthink something. And I'm sure we've all experienced that. Yes, you can definitely overthink things. In fact, you could overthink yourself for the rest of your life about one notion. Overthinking is a form of punishment to yourself, your true conscious self. I'll say it again. Overthinking is a punishment you give yourself. It's not necessary. Open your consciousness. Shut your brain down for a moment. Because your consciousness already knows the answer to everything. Easier said than done. I'm sure I'm aware of that. But I'm also reminding everyone. Now remember, I'm not a teacher here. I'm not teaching anybody anything. I'm reminding everybody of their true and ultimate being. The fact that they know the answer to everything within Just accept that you will know that in time. You can't figure it all out here. Remind yourself of your true being. Now, what the heck was I saying? Ah, yes. The universe seems to be expand. And I went through this in the beginning of the episode, at least my portion anyway, about the whole getting larger, smaller thing. I hope some get it. I know not all are. I've said this before, right? A lot of the messages that I remind everyone of are not going to sink in for some time, for some people. I mean, there's going to be people out there that might not fully register what I'm saying for quite some time. And that's okay. And I do that on purpose. Some of the things I say aren't meant to make sense in the moment. They're not meant to make sense now. They might be for you to understand in the near future or even later on in life. So, the universe is not expanding. It's just moving. Like all atoms, they're not created. They're just 
transfer and moving. And yes, I'll say, this is one that everyone Energy can't be created or destroyed. So what did that mean? It's always been no creation? Right. So, the universe, not expanding, it's just moving, changing, giving the perception that it's moving. No. Ah, some of our pain attention. Giving the perception that it's growing. It is not growing. So, back on track here. The universe. And it's wondering. Yes, the universe and its wonders. Use the universe to remind yourselves of the vast capabilities that it is well, capable of producing. It's a reflection. The universe is a reflection of your consciousness. A perfect example of creation. How creation doesn't just start from nothing. It doesn't have a single point of creation. It has a mass point of creation. No transfer. Oh, I thought I'd slip that one in there. Creational transfer. That's what I like to suggest it's doing. Because like everything else, it, it's always being created. And it's always moving. It's um, a part of your consciousness. Just like everything else. Without you. That's right. Without you. Without your consciousness. The universe would not exist. concludes our spirit message for the episode. I hope everyone has experienced an expansion of consciousness. I'm sure everyone is as fascinated with our universe as I am. I would love to discuss other fascinations on the subject, as well as all subjects. So please don't hesitate to contact me for any reason. Remember, I love questions, as they give me more subjects to discuss. I can be reached through my website, peripheralconsciousness.com, under contact. Thanks again, and I look forward to communicating with all of you in the near future. Thank you.
you everyone for sharing your time. I know a lot of the things that I talk about can be quite confusing. That being said, if there are any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. I'd love to go over them with you and discuss any matters that you might have at hand. Thank you again, everyone. Please tune in next time for Virtual Consciousness with Emily Johnson. Thank uh...